Hello? Hey there. Oh, that sounds great. Hey, Matt. Or not. Uh, oh, no. Oh, oh, geez. We lost one. Uh, oh. Is that him? Uh, Could that be? General. Uh, oh, there, hey, there he is. Okay. okay. That was Ooh. weird. Right on. Okay, so this is going to be the last attempt at this because my phone has 42% and I feel like it could die if we try again. Okay. (laughs) So, with that being said, hello, I'm Dylan. I'm Ben. Uh, Welcome back to Effort, Effort, loyal listeners. If you're following us on Instagram, which most of you are, but uh, Ben, for those who haven't followed us, what is our username? Um, that's at F for effort podcast. And that's F the, like the letter and then not the uh, number four. It's the word F O R then E F F O R T podcast on Instagram. Right on. So if you're following us on Instagram, uh, you, you know that we are officially on pocket casts, breaker, Spotify, radio public, Google podcasts. And now as of yesterday, Apple podcasts as well. So a uh, big shout out to all those hard workers at Anchor who decided our podcast was worthy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so Ben, why don't you give us a recap of our last episode? Um, okay. Yeah. So last episode, Dylan and I gave our uh, Oscar predictions because we uh, recorded on Oscar day or Oscar night. Uh, and so I just kind of wanted to give a rundown of whose predictions were correct, uh, whose predictions were wrong, you know, kind of, get a final score here not that it was necessarily a competition so for lead actor we had i had rami malik and you had christian bale uh i won that one with rami malik so that's one zero me uh for supporting male uh i had sam rockwell and you had mahershal ali you got that one with uh, mahershal so now we're one one uh, then we had lead female. I had Glenn Close. You had Lady Gaga. Uh, we missed that one completely. That one went to Olivia Coleman. Congratulations to her. You know, I was actually uh, like, I was actually reading. Glenn Close is the oldest person alive who has had the most Oscar nominations with no wins. I think she's really. At, I think she's at nine. Wow, <laughs> that's so sad. That's unfortunate. That, it is. That is really unfortunate. Um, uh, then we had supporting female. I had Emma Stone for that. You had Amy Adams. We missed that as well. Regina King won that. Uh, then we had animated feature film. I had Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. You had Incredibles 2. Uh, Spider-Verse won that. So it's uh, 2-1 right now. Uh, then we had Best Picture and I blindly chose Green Book for that, and you went with Black Clansman. <laughs> and I think, as most people know, Green Book won that one. Kind of an upset, but I, I, I didn't see it. I don't know. <laughs> Seems fine to me. Uh, so what, that's three to one right now. And mm-hmm. then our last one that we did was Best Director. I went for Roma. You went for... Uh, um, I think what, it's Spike Black Lee, Black Clansman, yeah. Clansman. yeah. And uh, I won that one, uh, Alfonso. I can't, what's his last name? <laughs> Quaron. Quaron, yeah. Alfonso Quaron won that one. So final score there, four to one. Uh, I won. Thank you. <laughs> big props, big props. <laughs> so, Maybe you'll get me next year, Dylan. Good luck. <laughs> fingers crossed. Honestly, that's uh, that is that is the goal. So, oh well, if we're fucking broadcasting in a year uh, <laughs> right <laughs> if they like us that much um, yeah so today on our show we have matt murphy matt is uh he's a stanford applicant um an entrepreneur of sorts an international traveler a donation organizer of shoes to an orphanage in the himalayas and so much more but he is one of our oldest friends and is our first guest on f for effort so uh welcome to the show matt we're glad to have yeah. you how are you guys doing? Well, can't complain. I'm uh, I'm drinking coffee out of my I Love Dogs mug, which I didn't <laughs> buy, but I'm I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm drinking some water out of a plastic cup, so I'm doing pretty good. Hey, 
and I'm somewhere in between. I'm drinking ice water with Tarani syrup because for some reason I what find the, that tasty. What the fuck is right. glass? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> They're most famous for their coffee sweeteners. Um, they'll be at like any restaurant. They're behind most bars. Um, it's this tall bottle of like syrup that comes in a range of flavors. I personally like raspberry. So you're just um, drinking right. ras- raspberry ice water? Yeah, essentially, yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> it just has more sugar than taking real raspberries, which is why I like it. Uh, all right. Well, we, we, we do not promote cavities. That is one thing we do not do. Uh, so what are we at? We're at no suicide, no cavities. We're, we're on the roll. <laughs> Right on. Okay. The moral high ground is always uh, the best path. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. We, we just we have to we have to let our loyal listeners know that we do not support anything that could be bad. So. I just like <laughs> to throw out there that I'm also staunchly anti-murder. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Well, it depends. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> if, if the murderer was trying to murder your family, then fuck him up. But. Well, in any okay. Other case, in any other case, just just because, then yes, I highly disagree. I I think that. Oh no, I highly agree. I do not support murder. Well, that was poor. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole ethical dilemma of like, would you steal to feed your family? But it's like with murder instead of stealing. <laughs> So I'm glad we're getting this out of the way. Shit. I think this is very <laughs> vital to our podcast here. I think this is essential shit. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. So, now that that's out of the way. Um, so, I know that Matt had a couple of critiques for us. So, we always like to get the bad shit out of the way first, as you have just now experienced with the whole murder dilemma. Um, so, Matt, the floor is yours. Um yeah. After listening, yeah, no, after listening to last week's podcast, which I enjoyed despite the fact I know absolutely nothing about movies and I didn't see a single movie that was nominated for any Oscar this year. That takes <laughs> talent. That's 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 amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm bowing. Um, <laughs> there were two there were two criticisms. The first has to do with our incredibly cheap setup, which is audio quality leaves something to be desired. Mm-hmm. Hey. But I don't see that changing in the near future. It's also worth telling our listeners this is try three at getting our mics to work. <laughs> this is this is our first this is our first three way. This is uh, <laughs> Yeah. It, I currently yeah. have my mic taped to my cheek because uh that's where it worked best. <laughs> So, well, that that works out for all of our listeners. That works for me. I, I mean, if it works for Matt, it works for Matt. But, um, yeah, and it also it is also worth mentioning that one of us is in Reno, one of us is in uh, rainy Los Angeles <laughs> County, and one of us is in Chicago. So the fact that this is even possible is pretty awesome. Yeah, the the wonders of modern science. Honestly, you know. But anywho, yes. And then, well, yes. And then the second <laughs> criticism was, um, was just it's not funny enough. Danged Navin. That 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 <laughs> no reservation there. Holy shit! Odd <laughs> duck. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I, a little more consistency on the jokes, which I hope to contribute to in in this episode, and and hopefully more. Hopefully, I don't bomb this badly enough that yeah, you guys never yeah, let that, me back uh, that's not what your mom said last night oh that was that was that funny enough for you oh shit hashtag roasted <laughs> boom Oof. alrighty well now that that's happening hey Ben you want to hear a really funny your mama joke uh, I don't think I do <laughs> okay uh, inside joke. Uh, we'll 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 get there eventually. It is, yeah, it is I, the second episode uh, after uh, all. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, so uh, Matt, you wanted you were one of the first people when we announced that we were going to have a podcast that volunteered to come onto the show. Um, do you want uh, you want to get the ball rolling? Do you have anything in, in mind you want to talk about? Oh. Uh... 
Well, thanks. Not in particular. I was going to say I was down in uh, Los Angeles two weekends ago hanging out with an old friend and we wandered over to Dylan's apartment. He told me about this idea for a podcast and we were sitting listening to vinyl and playing poker and I thought that it was a splendid idea and, <laughs> and said, if you ever need a guest, feel free to feel free to shoot me a text. And here we are. Well, we've, yeah. we've, we've come this far. This is amazing. <laughs> to, throw the, to throw the ball back to somebody else, Ben, what's it like to be freezing all the time? <laughs> oh, man. You know, I actually, I think I might be warmer right now here than you are in Reno. I've heard it's been terrible over there. Yes and no. Um, today it's like 55 degrees and snow. Oh, okay. I mean, um, yeah, I, I saw a picture of the snow up on uh rose earlier i was looking at on facebook and it was like stacked so high on the pass it was insane no this this has been an impressive year we're we're looking at right now about 200 percent annual um snow load at my house we got the uh i i live at exactly 5280 one mile in elevation and at uh-huh. my house, we got the heaviest single snow that we've gotten in over 13 years, uh, which was which was a solid 36 inches of snow on the driveway. Oh, shit! <laughs> but <laughs> well, but it's it's been pretty cold. Um, I personally love the snow, but most would call it pretty miserable. And then it just started to warm up in the last week, which was accompanied by. Uh, 100 mile an hour winds in my neighborhood, which took my trash can and blew it about a half mile away onto the golf course, which is always <laughs> a good time. Um, so it's been it's 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 been a little entertaining here to say the least. And now it's like 55 degrees, and I said 55 and snowing, which probably confused a lot of the listeners. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was actually about 50 degrees air temperature, but it was snowing. Uh, See, that's when Reno I woke for up this you. morning. I don't know how that works. Uh, of course, it wasn't sticking, right? Mm-hmm. But but yeah, fifty five and snowing. Yeah. See, you you definitely got got me beat with the snowfall over there. But it's been a consistent like twenty thirty over here for the past like four weeks. And I'm over here in Siberia where it's like fifty five and cloudy <laughs> all the time. Like what the hell, man? And yeah. this is the moment where Dylan is happy that we're not all recording in the same studio or else he would have just gotten beaten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that would have hurt. Also, you mentioned 36 inches of snow falling in your driveway now. To those, to the listeners who have not met Matt, that is how tall he is. So, <laughs> <laughs> joke number one. Uh, yeah, zing. <laughs> Can we get a joke counter going? I'm way out of here. <laughs> That is that is joke, formal joke number three. <laughs> is this already better? Is this better than the first one? Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. Oh, I'll joke, take all right. <laughs> joke number four. <laughs> so okay, so we have snow in one city. We have terrifying cold in one city, and we have a paradise in the other. You can determine which city we're talking about. Um, I don't know. When I was down in LA, I didn't enjoy it. It's right in that like sweet spot where it's cold enough that you have to wear a jacket, but it's warm enough that nothing really happens. And, and, there, and I don't like that like transitional, yeah, that transitional temperature. And there was that uh, there was that day where um, where we we went to breakfast one one morning, and it just started freaking pouring. It was awful. It was. Is disgusting. That's right. That was breakfast at the filling station. If we have anybody listening in LA, great place. Oh uh, yeah, that, I recommend it. Uh, well, well, that was the first day I decided to go uh, vegetarian. Oh, ah, vegan. You said you were going vegan. I did, but then again, I realized that I don't care how honey is sourced because bees are awful and I hate them. So- Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a bold statement, my friend. Okay, the only, the only good thing bees do is sting you, and that's not good. What? 
<laughs> Hold on. You're thinking of wasps. When bees sting you, they die. Oh, yeah. Good. They, that, that's what we they call... don't even know they're going to die, dude. It's tragic. That's what we call karma, motherfuckers. <laughs> Yo, there are a lot of people that like bees. I don't know if you could say that, man. <laughs> okay, well, all right. Bees, like, honey is great. I... So I looked at the definition when I got home because I told my dad and he was like, I don't know where he's going with this, but it's a little bit down. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I told my dad, I was like, dad, I'm looking for a new challenge. I'm going to go vegan. And he's like, you're not vegan. You don't care about like the humane treatment of animals. And I was like, well, I kind of do. But then again, bees. And he's like, yeah, so you're not a vegan. You're an ovo vegetarian. I was like, the fuck? So I looked it up and that's a vegetarian who doesn't consume dairy products but can eat eggs. So, also, my main, my main argument point with vegans is that eggs are not dairy. Honey is not dairy. Dairy is lactose, not sourced from an animal. So, vegans who believe in that are not the brightest. Wow, you're just really getting down to it, huh? <laughs> this is what happens when you spend a year and a half in Southern California. <laughs> this is this is the truth. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, it is. Yeah. Ra- it is raining, so all the hippie vegans are loving Mother Nature right now. It's great. <laughs> just so. for the record, I have no issue with bees. I like bees. I mean, I don't I like, like them, bees. but bees are neat. I think they do a lot of good. Just gonna put that out there. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you think so. I'd say that's a I'd say that's a two to one vote, and that makes F for effort <laughs> and uh, pro B. Yeah, I, I think so. I think Dylan's chopped. Actually, is what that means. Ooh, Voted off the sorry. island. <laughs> okay, well, it's been great knowing y'all. Uh, <laughs> so now that we've discussed bees, uh, in in uh, what's the word I'm looking for? In detail, that's, that's where I'm going. Uh, that's a bad word to forget. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Attention to... Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Um, so now that we've discussed bees in detail, um, are there any other animals on your guys' mind that we'd like to talk about? Um, you know, actually, if I could, I would like to talk about penguins for a second. Ooh, okay, let's hear uh, This is actually more of a, a shout-out than anything, just because we were on the topic of animals. But there's this... Uh, this YouTube channel called the Zoo Animations, and uh, it's just uh, it's a really funny animation. If uh, anybody wants to check that out, it's about it's about some penguins. Uh, I don't know. It's I, I thought it was funny. The Zoo Animation. Okay. Yeah, it might not come up at first. It's also on Twitter. Just I don't know. Quick, quick little shout out to the Zoo. Oh, speaking I'm of t- about as disappointed in you, Ben, as I think I've ever. Been. <laughs> speaking of Twitter, did you guys see my retweet yesterday? Oh, uh, I, you know, I don't think I did. It was the video. I definitely didn't. It was the video. It was like, um, it's like, you know how the, there's that new thing where it's like no one and then me or like insert name here. Oh, and then, you know, yeah, that yeah, whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was like me, nothing. And then it was like, uh, my girlfriend, he's cheating on me. And then it said me in actuality. And there was this parody of like this bunch of friends and they were just doing like reenacting all the freaking like they were doing harry potter they were doing star wars jurassic park uh the <laughs> full house it was so fucking funny you guys got to check this out it's so funny um i will put that put it up on the uh i will put, put it up on the instagram i'll put that link in my bio for everybody who wants to check that out my girlfriend i sent that to her and she's like i'm now even more concerned than if you were cheating <laughs> on me and i was like Oh, right. (laughs) Counterintuitive. (laughs) How do I respond to this? I have no idea. So anyway, now that that's out there. (laughs) Really quick, I'd like to, since last last episode uh, dedicated it to Danny DeVito, I'd like to, this episode, dedicate this to Don Cheadle. Uh, Yeah, just throwing that out there. I dedicated it to Brad Pitt and George Clooney, didn't I? Uh, I think you just did George Clooney last time. Okay, well then Brad Pitt is my choice for this time. All right. Matt, any anybody you want to dedicate this to? Not particularly, no. I still don't watch movies. All right. That's fair. Although I am <laughs> well, on my computer Googling who Don Cheel is. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh. How, okay, why are you on this podcast again? What, what, what is... <laughs> Don Cheadle is uh you have you seen the Avengers movies? 
No. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> though, though I will note that this past, uh, about a month ago, I was down in Costa Rica and Panama. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I was on this small cruise with a company called Uncruise. Uh, there was somebody on the boat who was named Todd, who looked absolutely identical to Matthew McConaughey. Who I actually do know who Matthew McConaughey is. That one was good cool. job. <laughs> um, but hey. but but the reason I bring it up is because he is the he's the stunt man for the Marvel movies. He drives all their cars and does some of the stunts. Oh wow, really? Yeah, oh, shit. that's pretty cool. I don't know if the yeah. Avengers are Marvel or not, but they, they are. Oh, they sure God. are. They definitely are. <laughs> hey, I'm wow. on the right track. Yeah, wow. Good job. <laughs> Only wow. Okay. Um. So, as as our listeners know, this podcast is dedicated to just is we just like to know who people are. We want to see what makes them tick. We want to see what gets them out of bed in the morning. We want to kind of learn about all their failures, all their successes, stuff like that. Um. So, with that being said, uh, as we're talking to one of the most interesting people I've ever met, in my personal opinion, um. Matt, I, I just, I got to know, man, what's your biggest success? Like, what, what is, like, anything in your life? You've only been around 18 years, so, I mean, you have a whole 18 years to go off. Of, but, like, if, if there's any high point in your life, what would that be? What a question. Jesus I, Christ. <laughs> I know. It's, it's loaded coming out, of the, coming out of the bullpen there. Yeah, yeah we, don't, we don't mess around, man. We get right <laughs> Oh, fuck, I don't know. Oh, and now while, um, while we're at it, what's your social security card? <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six. <laughs> wow. We were only three digits off of a full social security number. On Damn. Seven, eight, <laughs> uh, um, no, but, but yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what my, my proudest accomplishment is. I mean, Jesus. Um, I've... I've done a fair amount, but I haven't been incredibly successful in any of it. Well, uh, it, it, when being asked that question, what is just the first thing that pops into your head? Like one moment where you were just truly, you know, just overcome with joy with, uh, you know, any success. First thing that came to mind wasn't something where I was overcome with joy, but where I, I certainly did feel at least somewhat successful. And that was the time I performed in Carnegie Hall. Okay, yeah, see, that, um, <laughs> that, that qualifies. A, <laughs> gee, yeah, talk about that, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, wasn't that... Uh, I've, I've played violin since I was five years old. Um, maybe that's not the thing I'm most proud of, but I have. <laughs> and uh, going into my freshman year of high school, I found out that the Reno Philharmonic's Youth Symphony Orchestra, their flagship youth orchestra, um, who is under the conduction of Dr. Jason Altieri, who's conducted countless orchestras around the world, um, is, the, is, is the conductor for the Atlanta Pops and is a professor at the University of Nevada, Reno, with two PhDs in music. Is, who, who, he conducts the, uh, the YSO, as we call it, that flagship orchestra. And I found out that they were going to be going to Carnegie Hall and... Um, naturally as i think anybody would my thought was i would like to go to carnegie hall and perform um i i practiced the audition music which was the same audition music that they use for major orchestras um like the san francisco philharmonic um and the uh and the new york philharmonic uh, I practiced that stuff for a good five months before the audition and by some miracle made the audition, which put me, um, which, which, which put me as one of about 30 kids. I think it was 32 violinists, um, were pulled from over 160 auditions, uh, to perform in Carnegie hall in New York. And it was, it was an amazing experience. Nothing's quite like looking off the stage of the most prestigious concert hall in the world. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. But, but that's not something that I'm necessarily 
terribly proud of. I mean, right. I mean, but nothing, still, nothing screams you're a nerd like playing violin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, all, that's definitely we, still a was, beat, though. I was the only person in the entire orchestra who's blonde. <laughs> wow. Maybe maybe that's an exaggeration, but I'd like that to be true. <laughs> <laughs> maybe um, maybe male. No, I don't. I don't know. I've done. I've done quite a few things, and they're all kind of on the tip of my tongue. Uh, I see what you're getting at there, Dylan. We'll just keep moving. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I've done quite a few things, and and of course, I'm in the midst of waiting to hear back from colleges, so uh, they're all at the tip of my tongue because I've had to talk about them for the last six months, right. both in applications and in interviews. Um, and and I can say I've done a lot. I mean. I can I can list some stuff, but that's not very compelling. Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean you can accompany having having uh, performed in Carnegie Hall with having spent this past summer working on a ranch north of Elko, which must have been the most exhausting experience that I've ever had, and that says a lot. Yeah, well, well, okay. Like, what were some of the things you had to do? So a day would consist of getting up at like three o'clock in the morning Ew. and you would, you'd, you'd get in the truck, which was this like 1970 something Tacoma with a five speed that stuck two feet out of the floor. And I would drive about a half hour, half hour away to where the sheep were. And I'd move the sheep to a different pasture, which would take about two hours. Um, and then I'd get back in the truck and drive back. So, uh, by the time I got back to the, like the little homestead on the ranch, it was it was pushing seven o'clock in the morning. I put some put some coolant in the tractor and uh, and started up, let it idle for fifteen minutes because these things are diesel, of course, red diesel. Then I'd get out on that tractor and go back and forth across the field, raking hay over uh, for about fourteen hours till the sun went down just before nine o'clock bring that thing back in no lunch break or anything you take some granola bars with you um, and some toilet paper because you're not coming back to the homestead if you need to take a deuce um (laughs) that's that's what the fields are for (laughs) and uh and then you'd get back at like nine o'clock maybe eight o'clock i think my earliest day was six o'clock um and and you'd have dinner and uh shoot the shit a little bit with with the guy who owned the ranch and who was nice enough to let me come and work for him, uh, a guy named Mitch. And so we'd talk for a little bit, and then I'd go to sleep between 10 and midnight and get back up and do it again. I was supposed to be out there for two weeks, but I'm a self-proclaimed pussy, so I only did it for a little over a week. <laughs> uh, and, wow, all right. And it was, it was exhausting, I'll tell you. Um, but a hell of an experience. I think everybody should work on a ranch for for some time in their life. Yeah, sure. I I think that manual labor, definitely having just that experience of you know, really just getting down to it is it's definitely a good thing. And I mean, the only place I've ever worked was Costco, but I mean, it's not like it's you know not manual. No, stuff, I don't know. You know Costco is basically a ranch. I, I, <laughs> they treat you like an animal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I loved working at Costco. I have no gripes with that company at all. That's hilarious. I spent the summer driving a tractor. You spent the summer collecting carts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, I'm glad we have our uh... Dylan worked at Starbucks. So after both of us, after after Ben fixed his uh, actually fixed all the shopping carts in the Costco parking lot, Dylan would give him something for free. Now he works at 24 Hour Fitness. So well, <laughs> actually, over summer, I worked two jobs. I worked in the deli at Aurelis, and I worked as a host for a very fancy Italian restaurant. That's right. That was you worked at the. You worked at a Rayleigh's Deli. I did, and um, God, I didn't know this. Yeah, I I didn't tell many people because. Uh, well, Wait, I, why? I, I don't understand. Oh, oh, ben. Dylan wasn't that proud to be handling meat all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought. I mean, I thought 
I, I just handled my own meat. I, I didn't realize oh, what happened. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. uh, there's a line. We're so far past the line. <laughs> um, anywho. Um, I think I should apologize on Dylan's behalf to his family. <laughs> <laughs> who is, who is I am innocent. I am innocent. What is this? What, what is this innuendo <laughs> that I have just said? Um, <laughs> Anywho, so yeah, no, it was just, um, I mean, it was just, it's exactly what you think of when you think of working in a deli. It's not anything uh, glorious by any means. It's, it's very, it's but, a sausage fest. Uh, oh my God. They just keep coming. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, now, okay, I'm done. You got I need... just needed that okay, last. Good. <laughs> I'm glad you got them all out. That's good. Um, that's what she said. Anyway, um, so I don't, I don't think that one worked. Well, okay, um, but yeah, no, it was just like it was. Um, it, it just, I just, I mean, like the customers were great. Well, that depends. The regulars were great. They were they were all nice which, people. Which it also depends on which Rayleys you work. Yeah, that's, so which, that's very that's which, very true. It which Rayleys did you work in? It was the one up in Collin Ranch. So like the rich people Rayleys, the one that just got re remodeled. It was the Scalaris got remodeled, but I do uh, know what you mean. Yeah, it was the it's the one like when we went up. Average average house value is eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, Dylan exactly. was just dealing with the people who just want their salami because they don't go to work. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was just, but the worst part was, is like, I was working there just as like, uh, Washoe County started up again. So all the moms were coming in, oh, I need meat for the entire week. And I'm like, I don't have time for this bullshit. So, but, <laughs> but yeah, no, I worked, it was, I mean, my manager was great. I like that philosophy. <laughs> Let yeah. the kids starve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got to learn to fend for themselves. Um, but yeah, no, the, my manager was a super nice lady. Her name was Alice. She's great. Um, but and some of some of the people I worked with were nicer. This uh, guy named Tim. But besides that, it was just like there were just people who took working at a deli way too seriously. And so that was just, I mean, it's a fucking deli. Like I don't know what to say about that. Um, but yeah, no. So that was. I, I'm glad I had that experience. I'm glad I. Um, yeah, I just. I don't know. And, oh, and uh, Jace Woodard worked at that same Rayleigh's, so I hated myself every day. Oh, uh, Jesus. So, yeah. Full Jay- name, too. So, yeah. <laughs> Jace, if you're listening, I, next time I see you, I will punch you because you. Wow. Uh, he, wow. He told everybody at Rayleigh's that he was dating my sister, and that's just, I, oh, that's, that just disgusts me in so many ways. Um, to, and my sister's a goddess, so putting that out there. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. We probably shouldn't do full names. Well, that's the only full name we'll do. So (laughs) anyway, um, so that's, no, that said, um, it's all right. We could go back and cut that out. We're not going to, but we, (laughs) this is unedited folks, unedited. Um, anyways, um, so, but yeah, but Lavecchia, the Italian restaurant that I worked at, that was great. I, I loved that restaurant. Um, the the regulars there were always nice because it was amazing food. I mean, you guys ate there with me a couple of times. That was that was just killer. It was just so yeah. Good. They had some good calamari. That calamari yeah. was great, dude. Oh, it was super good. Yeah, and they had uh, the carbonara was awesome. The, I mean, it's all Italian food. You can't really go wrong. And there's when it's a guy who's from Italy, who's done this for pretty much almost half a century. Like this is it's just. It's right. perfect all the time. So, I mean, you can't really argue with that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, so it was, it was, that was a ton of fun. I'd, I'd love to go back and work there. But I, I think my time in the food industry is done now. I'm, I, I don't want to return to that. Yeah, that's fair. I don't – yeah. I, I feel like we, we talked about this a little bit in the first episode too. But, I, yeah, the yeah. food industry is just – it's definitely a grind – that you got to be on and it's it's not a fun one for yeah sure. no well no and it, it speaks to something else which is i think that until you hit like I don't know, i'd say until you graduate college unless you can find a job that really starts to get towards what you want to do with your life you should experiment in a wide range of different jobs whether Definitely. that's you know 
in in my case i've worked on a ranch worked for the army corps of engineers in mississippi um i think everybody should work retail and oh i'm not sure i have the Mm -hmm. moxie to ever work fast food but it'd probably be a hell of an experience right Um, i think that there's there's a you should there's I'm going to guess most of our audience is about our age. And I think experimenting with that diversity is, is good for future success. Right. Yeah. I mean, and sometimes it, you honestly just don't even have another choice. You know, it's like, it, yeah. it's there, you know, those are the easier jobs to uh, attain and, you know, to keep. And it's like, if you got to work that job to live, you got to work that job to live. And, and that brings... well, no, but I, I think I think that's certainly true. But it's you know it's a learning experience. Oh, for well, sure. definitely, yeah. And I mean, I I, I do think that at, I don't I don't care if it's fast food. I don't care if it's a it's a nicer you know not chain restaurant. I don't care. I think everybody should work in the food industry um, because it is like people get treated like such shit sometimes for things that are no faults of their own. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's a humbling experience to be yelled at for something that's not even like you had no control over, but it's just, it shows you that I think that it's, it, it lets you come to grips with the fact that what they're yelling at you about, it, it was their problem before they even came in the restaurant. Like yeah. it's something that's going on in their life. It's not your fault. It's kind of right. Different. Unless you're an awful waiter, in which case that's probably on you. Yeah, but I, I think it definitely humanizes, you know, those waiters and those bussers because there's a lot of people, you know, that like you're saying, you know, older people that, you know, maybe never experienced working in that food industry that come in and, you know, an order is accidentally screwed up or something and they just, you know, give the waiter hell for no reason because they don't understand what it's like to work within that, you know, career, you know, it's sure. They they just don't get it. And it's just, it's, it's like, I mean, we had a fair share of that at the, uh, one thing about Lavecchia that everybody loved is they have one of the best views of downtown Reno Mm -hmm. in the restaurant. And so I, I literally had this, this couple come in and I, I, I just, I work, I, I just sit people down, give them their menu, ask them if they want ice water or not. So that was like right. my entire job. But I I remember it was it was like middle of July, and this this couple came in. It was their like twenty seventh or something anniversary? It was they had been together for a while, and that's that's awesome. Like I'm a fan of long marriages. I think that shows amazing tenacity, especially with married couples and you know all that. It's just it's great because you don't really see that anymore. So there's. You know, celebrating 27th anniversary, whatever. Uh-huh. Awesome. Great. The, apparently, they had called, and I was one of, like, three hosts. So, apparently, they had called about a week prior and said, hi, I'd like to, because you could request certain tables. That was mm-hmm. the thing. Um, but you couldn't request the patio. So, that was, like, the other, you know, thing. Okay. Um, but they were like, hey, I love this table. It's the one by the, it's the one by the, window everybody wants it and it's first come first serve so they're like hey i love this i love this table it's my 27th anniversary and so as our job we'd like write down all the details and what they gave us when they called us what they gave to us and so but this the uh, one of the other hosts hadn't put down that they requested that table they just put down that it was their anniversary so mm-hmm. so somebody's already sitting at that table when they come in and they were like, well, I requested that table. And I was like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I can sit you out here. I can sit you on the patio. Great view. I can sit you at this table. It also has a was splendid it, was, view. Was the table you're talking about the one that overlooked the city right next to the window? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Dylan always gave me that table when we went in. That's true. <laughs> but it wasn't that night. I, I did not negligently <laughs> give that table to Matt just because I could. Um, and, and I know Dylan. He would have told me, hey move <laughs> yeah. I, if matt was in that seat i would have been like hey we're moving you sorry um yeah but uh so he just like he yelled at me for a solid 15 minutes and i was like i'm so sorry i don't know what to do i i mean i can sit you anywhere else but i can't sit you there because there are people there and he's like oh my fucking god i'm gonna kill some i was like Whoa. It's, uh, I, I, literally... I can understand being a little frustrated with of that. Of course, to be yeah, yeah. But like but, we had, like... but fifteen minutes of yelling is a push. And we had yeah. so many, like we had like at least five other tables with that same view, and he just didn't right. want any of them. And I was, I was sitting there, kind of clueless, wondering. 
I don't, I, I just didn't know what to do. And it was, but it's experiences like those that make me appreciate waiters and hosts and bussers and chefs because what they do is not easy. And it's, it's very, it's a very, as you said, humbling experience, but um, right. it's something that since I've experienced oh, no. that the service industry as a whole and, and actually teaching as well. Oh yeah. Is yeah. The epitome of a Sisyphean job. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're using some big words, Matt, and uh, <laughs> they're not catching on my little brain. <laughs> this is, do, do you actually not know what a Sisyphean I, task I, is? I do not. <laughs> Sisyphus was like he uh, did oh, some shit. Greek myth. Jesus, oh, boy. like it's a Greek thing, and and some god was like, "Hey, that's not a good idea." So instead of you know sending you to hell, which I thought is what they did, but who knows? Um, He told Sisyphus that he had to push a giant boulder up a hill for the rest of eternity. That guy, okay, yeah, yeah, rolling back on top of him. He can never get it to the top. Right. Okay. Yeah, I know that. All right. And that's basically like you know, being a host. Right. Because there's no winning. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, right. and I mean, like, even Ben, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I kind of consider theater a, the service industry. I think it's, I mean, yeah. it is providing a service. It's people go out, they want to see a show, they don't want to see fuck-ups, they don't want to see people right. like, who, haven't, who haven't memorized or rehearsed. They want to see uh-huh. a, a polished product, and that, right. that is the part of the service industry that I always want to be involved in. It's the ones where you deal with people where you deal with a bunch of people at different times and it just keeps happening over and over and over. Whereas it's one, like being in a theater, it's one two hour experience with the same group of people. And it's something that you actually, you actually know and and can't really change. So, well, and on that note, our listeners should know that I did theater under, um, under Miss Gibbons at Wooster for a couple of years. Uh, with with Ben and Dylan, um, I would I would call the experience a struggle at best. Mm, yeah, it's it's. I mean, I, I just well, f- primarily I suck at acting, <laughs> but, but secondarily, trying to perfect a performance is an incredibly difficult task. Um, and there's always something that goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Always. Um, there were some particularly bad instances of this, for instance, um, during murders, I think it was murders when, uh, Ben played a, a, a grandfather who had died in an urn. No, okay. that was, so, um, so, that was figments, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was figments. Okay. Figments. Yeah. He, he played, he played a, uh, uh, a guy who uh, like this grandfather and the grandfather was pictured in this urn. And so it took them a while. Um, but, but the tech crew for the performance made Ben this giant foam <laughs> urn that he would wear. And I remember sitting there on opening night, watching the performance and Ben waddles out and through a door and his his lid, which which was this glorified hat. Yeah, it was it was soaring uh, off his head. Uh, <laughs> the the improv that divulged after that was was some of the best shit I've ever seen in my life. Hey son, can you please replace my lid? <laughs> Then, yeah, uh, I mean, like that's that's half of it is just knowing how to re- recover right. after this shit. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely it was it was a moment where we we had been fiddling with that hat for mm, maybe like a week before it was like dress dress rehearsal weekend. We were trying to get this hat right, and we had been fiddling with it, trying to get it to stay on my head. And even on opening night, it was like. You know, it was like, maybe this will stay, maybe it won't. So I went out there and I had to keep my head at this certain angle 
to even keep the hat on at all. And it just got to the point where it just slowly was sliding back. And I was like, all right, it's gonna fall. Like I, there's no way it doesn't fall off my head. And then it did fall. And I was like, all right, well, got to keep going. <laughs> and so I, yeah, I, I think that was one of my favorite moments in that play. I think it turned out fine and great, but it was definitely, it was definitely an experience. <laughs> no, I ended up, I wasn't a part of the cast of that show, but I ended up uh, actually seeing the performance twice. Once mm-hmm. on Thursday when the, when the lid went to fly in. And right. once on Saturday, and I can say I thoroughly enjoyed Thursday more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's those. It's definitely those little, you know, unique, genuine moments that happen in theater that make it that much more enjoyable. It it almost becomes more intimate with the audience, really. Oh, absolutely. Not that you, you know, not that you seek those things. Not it's like, okay, I'm going to go out there and purposely mess up so I can, you know, imp- improvise through this disaster. But it's when they happen, you know, it's definitely right. it's, a, it's a moment where you're able to connect. For sure. Well, and then I guess this I'm going to tie this back into the first question you asked me some 30 minutes ago. <laughs> and to those to those of you who are still listening, kudos. <laughs> congrats, thank you. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> and made thank it thus you. Far. <laughs> but but to circle back, you guys asked me what I uh what I thought of the podcast and what should be improved. So now I got a question for you. Oh, all right. What's the target audience? Our target target audience. I I think it's just people who want to like enjoy themselves for an hour every week. It's just like, you want to take a step back and appreciate all of what life has to offer and appreciate the improv conversations and just the, the jokes and the laughs and the fun. I, that's yeah. the, is there an age group of specificity? That's well, not a word, but I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, I don't know of an 80-year-old person who'd enjoy listening to our podcast, but I think, like, anywhere, like, I'm sure I'm sure if I asked my grandparents to listen to my podcast, they probably would, just, just out of common courtesy. But um, right. <laughs> I think probably, like, I don't know, uh, teenage to... Uh, well, it's going to develop as we go Sub on. Sub forty. Yeah. yeah, I, I think it our our demographic kind of uh, it travels with us as as we age because I I think it's probably a ma- majority of the people listening are our friends. You know, our people that follow the Instagram page, which we have promoted on our personal Instagram. So it's probably mostly people we know, but. Sure. You know, if there is somebody who's, you know, scrolling down anchor looking for a new podcast to listen to and they happen to be, you know, 40 or whatever, it's like no reason you can't, you know, sit back and enjoy this. I, I don't I don't what I'm trying to say is I don't think there's one specific audience that we're that we're playing to. I think yeah. we're playing to anybody that has the time and wants to listen. Yeah. And I mean, that like that's another thing to note is that we're always looking for new people to interview we're always looking for new people to have conversations with because we don't want this to be just people that we know we want to make this more broadband we want to bring this like we want to this is i don't know (laughs) i was talking to my roommate before we kind of did this episode and i told him i was like hey cameron this is the hardest i've worked on anything in my college career this is (laughs) the the, literally the most work i've put into anything so it's just (laughs) It's probably, I'd say like, yeah, it's going to develop, especially if, um, if we are actors and someday we're still doing this in what, five years. And that's, that was our five-year plan that we established last episode. Um, right. If we are doing this when that time comes, which I hope we are, I do want to interview people that like, how cool would it be to have Samuel L. Jackson on the, on the podcast, just cause we yeah. like both knew him. Like that'd just be totally right awesome so it's just anybody who i think i just i i just want to mark this to anybody who wants to have a good time who wants to relax who wants to know that they are worth having an hour to set aside per week to just right enjoy you know yeah yeah so anyway Fair Matt, enough yeah that's 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 my that's my five minute answer to your question <laughs> <laughs> and 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 one other question in 
what's what's getting towards a conclusion here as we reach the 50 minute mark is i was gonna say and and i'll let you toy with it because i'm not a part of the podcast really but um (laughs) I I think that did did either of you ever listen to uh, Garrison Keeler? What? No, I'm I'm not familiar. <laughs> well, this is depressing. Garrison <laughs> Keeler had a had a talk. Kind of, it was kind of a show that was um, that was broadcast every Sunday night um, called Prairie Home Companion. And it was a two-hour show that would be done in a different city every time. And it was a moving thing that would be broadcast through radio. Um, and there's a lot to that show that was done really, really well. He's retired since, um, I think it stopped airing, you know, like a good six or seven years ago now. Um, but but it, was, it was a phenomenal show. And one of the, one of the highlights of it, when when I would listen with my father growing up, um, the piece that I liked maybe because I was immature was a was a piece called uh, "The News from Lake Wobegon," and every show there would be there would be a chunk, a ten minutes during the second hour of the show, where Garrison Keeler would tell the news from Lake Wobegon, and it was just this this simple you know, sort of compelling story that was very neighborly um, because it would just be like, like he would tell it like he lived in this community and Lake Wobegon was made up. Um, and, and he'd, he'd finish every, every, every uh, segment of the news from Lake Wobegon with, with, and that's the news from Lake Wobegon where all the women are smart, all the men are good looking and all the children are above average. And it was just, it was a really compelling piece. So my suggestion was going to be, and the reason I bring it up now is if anybody's still listening to this, then you probably care about one of us personally. (laughs) (laughs) And I was going to ask you two to think about it and say to anybody who is still listening, if you have any ideas for like a story, some unifying characteristic of each of the shows that should be carried forward to comment on the Instagram page or, you know, text us because you probably know us (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, and give some suggestions for something like that. Cause I think it would be a neat unifying characteristic of the program. Yeah. I I completely agree. You know, you know, I just realized, Ben, Uh, no, what, what did you just realize, Dylan? That was free advertising. (laughs) <laughs> damn we it did, we did not pay for that that no, that's a good thing we did oh oh i thought you meant free advertising for um i the the name of the man that matt was talking about <laughs> garrison that, keeler that I yeah yeah, forgot. <laughs> yeah I, no that, yeah. i i do agree i think that would be a lot of fun i think that um i i think that yeah no as it, this this first season i think it'll just be kind of random shit just you know, right. just kind of just establishing the kind of people we are, the kind of interviews that we do, the kind of content that we're going to talk about. And but as we move, because we've talked, Ben and I have about, you know, like what our upcoming plans are. And I mean, I I don't know if I said because I applied to Chicago um, Hell yeah. could, because I yeah. And I, I uh, in fact, one of our one of our followers on Instagram, his name is Tucker Skazafava. Uh, shout out. He also applied because I, I talked to him about it, and he has an awesome podcast. I think you should check it out. It's Tucker's Gazafava's podcast. Uh, great stuff. Um, but what I, a plug, right? <laughs> it's great. Um, but I, uh, I, I, it's just I think that once we're together, once we can do this in the same quote studio, if you want to call it that, then we'll actually be able to like make more defining characteristics of the show right. from within, you know, it's not just a email. How does this look? Or a text randomly saying, Ooh, here's an idea. We can talk about this together. We can, you know, workshop it. We can plan it out. We can have a game plan, you know, these, right. these are very much improv conversations, which is something I, I do enjoy. So, yeah, but, I, it's, 
it's definitely it's it's a it's a moving machine it's it's always changing and evolving for sure that's it's not this is not what it will always be by any means there's definitely you know things that we will try out things that you know new ideas that'll come that will be like oh my god yeah this is a you know a great a great segment that we can have you know maybe we do like some little you know sketch bits or something but it's definitely not it's not static it's it's evolving all the time for sure sure yeah so well, no and 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 the idea would be you know whatever whatever topic might be chosen each each week it's a totally independent story right you yeah. come up with that's appropriate to the time and the context right it's right just, i mean like even like just this, the thought i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about no no i mean <laughs> no, 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 good, you're, yeah that was a good i i like that suggestion like there was a a fucking news story like howard schultz president of starbucks who's running for president of the united states which oh, is boy. fucking oh, hilarious right. um he said something like against the democrats and <laughs> i was watching this on trevor noah and um so he like Bernie Sanders was interviewed after this statement was made and Bernie Sanders was like, Oh, big deal. Big fucking whoop. And then Trevor Noah was like, well, any other Democrat would have been like constructed an actual response, but leave it to the 80 year old fuckhead <laughs> to just say, Ooh, whoopty fucking do. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Like it's, it's th- especially in like now with us being in what is this the second year of the trump presidency which mm-hmm. to be frank i'm surprised it's lasted this long yeah. uh, it, it, it this is the perfect time for those kinds of things this, this there is no shortage of news to play off of and stories to do so right yeah yeah no, definitely so yeah uh, i i really like that suggestion so that that is i think out of all of this, this is one of Matt's best contributions because we've just been fucking around this entire time. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like Matt was saying, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like you were saying, Matt, uh, if anybody has, you know, any suggestions or, you know, concerns or ideas or whatever, uh, you, you know, Instagram, that Instagram is a, a great place to, to reach out to us. Like you were saying, pretty much everybody probably has our phone numbers or some form of social media. And yeah, just any, any outreach with, you know, comments, questions, concerns, you know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll definitely respond. It's not like we have that much going on in our lives. <laughs> yeah. I mean like, uh, yeah, I, the only th- upcoming thing is, uh, pretty, yeah, I, I actually, I have no idea. So yeah, I will be on my phone. <laughs> I will be in this notebook specifically for this podcast. I will be doing all the shit, but I will be dedicating it to this because I honestly, Chapman University. I mean, I respect it very much, but I don't care. So yeah, yeah. Uh, this this is what this is what I'm working hard at. So I mean, yeah. Please, any suggestions? Anything you want to talk about? Anything? Any topics you feel that should be covered? I think this is the perfect uh, time where you can DM us, comment. Uh, share our post see like get your friends involved get you know get the ideas flowing that's what we need to foster i think for sure so right on wow it's that was that again ben this this doesn't feel like an hour this is it sure doesn't it's it goes by so fast yeah and we'd be doing it anyway if it wasn't being recorded that's (laughs) so true yeah Yeah. (laughs) i mean basically this is a phone call just recorded so yeah <laughs> i can't it really is i can't really complain so i'm <laughs> i'm very yeah so yeah no matt thanks so much for being on man we've we've loved yeah. having you as a guest this has been yeah, i really appreciate thank it. you of course for having me and i'm looking forward to coming to coachella with dylan in the next month and a half here oh you then lucky boys we should fly you out Ah, if I had the money <laughs> oh man oh man well yes uh so yeah, no, Matt, I'll see you in a month and a half. Um, and yeah, no, we'll be, we'll just, uh, we will be, uh, we'll be talking. So yeah. yeah. Um, so I think this is a good place to call it quits. Cause we only have a minute before anchor kicks us off. All right. So, <laughs> so uh, thank you guys all for listening. Um, we should have episode three up in the next week or so. Um, so stay tuned. Um, and we will be announcing that guest within the next uh, well, before that, 
comes out. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So again, Matt, thank you so much for having or for taking the time out of your day to come on. We, uh, and thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. We, we've loved every minute of it. Um, all 59 and 30 seconds. <laughs> um, so yeah. So before they kick us off, I will just say goodbye. Good night. Thank, thank you. God bless all that. All that good shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, ben, any final comments? Uh, Thanks for being here. There we go. Matt? Peace. Right on. Have a good weekend, (laughs) fellas.